Hello and welcome to the return of the Disconnected Gamers Podcast. Just kidding, we're, we've always been here. Uh, <laughs> it's episode 75, Tuesday, September 20th. Rise of Iron is out. I'm oh, one of yeah. your hosts, Andrew. With me... As always, except for one time, your boy Mike. Right. I mean, fuck it. I'm the one who's always making the episodes, like, delayed by a mile, so... You know, you missed one. I've delayed several, um, <laughs> which is just what happens when you work all the time. You I know. know, right? Like, what is this job thing? Though, you know what? If we can start there, like, I'm not going to lie. So I'm three months into this job, uh, like technically like exactly three months. And I still don't really have any things that I don't like about it. Right. And, like, you'd think after three months working with all the people that you work with, like, eventually there's going to be, like, one of them that you're like, man, I fucking hate this guy. <laughs> Basically. Like, like, man, I always hate when I work with this person. I want to sock him right in the jaw. <laughs> that, that's not happening. Which is not like that case. Which is awesome. Like, that's really awesome. I, I oh, yeah, a, no. I work at a place where I've managed to get three out of the three things you should have in a job. Good people, good pay, and good work. I like what I do. I get paid well for it in comparison you know, comparing it to like comparing, yeah. you know, what, like what you get paid in Massachusetts and being able to like afford stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. and I work with cool people. Nice. It's always so, good. Yeah. So that part's really nice. Uh, if I could get like, and the only thing that's kind of a bummer right now is that I'm still technically part time, but I've been getting uh, right. hours and hours? now that's unfortunately catching up. Uh, and they were like, yeah, so it turns out they actually don't like when we schedule you for, like, nearly 40 hours a week. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> looks like I'm going to have a little bit more time off uh, in, the, mm-hmm. in the coming weeks. That said, I have been really trying to get back into content creation. Like, I recorded uh, a couple videos for YouTube, but it's, like... Record them on the Alienware, throw them on a thumb drive to put them on my laptop, but my laptop is now so painfully slow that I'm just like, I can't sit here and do this. So it's killing me because I want to like keep editing and making more videos. And, And like anyone who's watched my videos, you know that they're like super basic edits and it's basically just like pop ups on screen to give you a little bit more information about the game. Uh, but like my computer is so slow now. I'm uh, just like, I, and I, and I swear it's just, it's just, it's hitting that time period where like, it's just pretty much, just, it's just like everything just starts to get slow and it so it's on also, the way out. It could also essentially, be, well, I don't know that it's on the way out. I think it's just that my perception of how slow it is has increased because I work with brand new computers every day. Uh, oh, gotcha. And so they're all super fast. And then I come home and my computer is not. Right. And, like, so I, and so, like, I think that my computer probably isn't any slower than it was before, but my awareness of how slow it is now has increased tenfold. Right. Um, but I'm hoping that maybe uh, come October from a birthday... I might just hook myself up with a new laptop. So we were talking about my laptop being Very a piece of junk. 
And so what I think I'm going to do is is hold out until my birthday in October. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And maybe, maybe... So just potentially upgrade or and just yeah and just get a new one you know yeah. but like the problem is is like i can't like in like i tweeted this the other day i was like i cannot keep just spending money on shit mm. because i keep <laughs> spending money on shit right uh and that's like problematic right you can't like i make money which is totally great i love that i make money um but like i'm not a millionaire and so i can't keep just buying stuff right so and, like, if we were going to run down, and granted, I'm sure somebody's sitting listening right now is like, get to PAX, man. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, we'll get there. So, uh, I told you the other day my music recording hardware, because, like, I've been getting back into playing guitar and, nice, and nice. potentially going to start recording some stuff again. And my friends were like, we should jam out and have, like, a chill sesh like we used to. And I was like, we should. Uh, so, I, like, busted out all the hardware, and, and because my uh brother's room is now a spare bedroom i was like setting it all up in there mm-hmm. and i've got like a little mini mini area for me to like just work nice um or like record if i wanted to but turns out the hardware that i use is no longer supported on my operating system it's, it doesn't work on el capitan which is the newest apple os mm-hmm. but i've been on it for like i've been on it for probably a year at like easy right so I never used the hardware and never realized that it wouldn't work when I upgraded. Right. Which totally sucks. Yeah. But the reality is, is there's just nothing I can do. The P the, like the board itself is fairly old. Um, so I guess I've just kind of got to eat it and get a new one. Which that sucks. Yeah. Cause that's around like the one that I'm looking at to replace it, which is effectively the same thing is 400 bucks. So I can't be like, oh, let me drop four hundies on this. Yeah. And then be like, oh, and let me get a new computer, which is going to be over a grand by the time I'm done with it. And then I'm trying to think if there's what else did I buy that was like fairly major? Nothing really. Like Rise of Iron, thirty bucks. But then I bought I bought more soundproofing panels because I was gonna one extend the panels against my wall which mm-hmm. i did which is nice so that when i stream later at night my talking won't necessarily uh oh like wake anyone up make or... as, yeah wake anyone up like right so like i did like i probably said like i don't know 20 percent of one wall of my room and then i was going to do a, a portion of the other side of it to just kind of balance it out nice. at least get sound away from that corner of my of my room mm-hmm. and then use and then use the remainder in the spare bedroom for the studio Oh, obviously yeah. playing a guitar would be way louder. Right. I also right. found right. out that you can buy um you can buy like eight by eight um carpeting panels. Mm-hmm. Like they're basically carpet samples. They're like eight inch by eight inch squares. Uh and you can just buy them for like a couple bucks a piece. And people in like people use those along the wall as soundproofing material for like studios. As like a quick and dirty way to, to bang it out. Idea. Yeah, so I thought that was I thought that was pretty clever. So mm-hmm. I may make a trip to Home Depot and be like, I need like six thousand carpet squares, <laughs> right? Uh, but it's like these things cost money, and like the soundproofing panels aren't even that. Like that was probably like forty bucks, um, because they're just little like foam squares basically, right? But it was like so I bought those Rise of Iron. Uh, 
I've been I went out to eat a couple times with friends. Nice, nice. And that's not cheap. No. Uh and then it's like and now I'm just like thinking of like things I want to buy and it's like I need to get a new laptop for sure. Right. I need to get a new mixing board at some point. I want to go get my car fixed. Oh yeah. Winter's wind winter, like winter's coming, coming and I need my all wheel like I need the all wheel drive back like I right. can't you know, for the for the entirety of the summer, driving in rear wheel is fine, but like I need to get that fixed so I have yeah. have that back. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is more cumbersome because like I don't have a car to like use in the interim. Mm-hmm. But with this potential, like not having work a few days a week more than I used to, I've been like trying to like schedule a time where I can just like drop off my car and be like, you can have it for four days, but I need it back after four days. Right. Yeah. On the off chance it takes too long. Mm-hmm. So that was, uh, that's where that situation is. So it's just like, there's like a lot of things that I would like to do. And like, now mm-hmm. I just have to kind of whittle it down and be like, what do I actually need to spend money on? Right. Versus I want that, but I don't need it. Right. Like I need the laptop would be helpful to mm-hmm. do better, you know, to just, it, well, I think it would just make me more in inclined to create Great. content because right. like if i sit and i want to edit and it's going to take four fucking ever yeah so you're like uh yeah i'm just like uh but if you have something that's like buttery smooth you're like oh, okay i'll give homework yeah, another shot i'll give homework another shot right yeah. uh you know it's like oh man i can stream on my alpha so easily that like that's why for the most part all i do is stream right yeah because i'm just like oh i can throw this thing on and stream and no big deal mm-hmm. so it's it's so easy for me to stream so i stream a lot more than i used to more like, than I've been streaming a couple nights in a row and i was gonna stream rise of iron last night and i was out at my brother's till like one mm-hmm. i watched london has fallen you know like the, the uh... sequel ish to olympus has fallen with uh gerard butler and the guy from thank you for smoking yeah yeah it's as it's as action packed as one would believe. Hmm. Like it's one of those things where like you're like the 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 movie is not like the greatest, but mm-hmm. it's uh, it's fun because it's just a lot of him killing people, <laughs> like like being a badass. So you're just like yeah, I can get, I can get on with this. Um, and I got home at like one. And was like, fuck yeah, Rise of Iron, it's Tuesday. And then everyone was like, yeah, it launches at 2 p.m. Pacific, 2 a.m. Pacific. And I was like, that's 5 a.m., guys. Yep. I was like, that's four hours from now. And everyone was like, "How do? who's going to call me to wake me up at, you know. <laughs> right. At like 5 a.m. And I was like, not me. And I was like, I'll try and stay up. And so, like, I left my TV on and lights on in my room thinking that that would, like, prevent me from falling right? asleep. Right. Nope. Passed out. Nope. Passed out. <laughs> Woke up at woke up at seven a.m. and was just like, ah, you know what? Nope, doesn't matter. Right. Already behind the curve. Like nah. And I still haven't even played it. Like right now, it's like it's almost. Well, I've seen a whole bunch of people posting that they can't even get on the game, so that's why I'm glad I'm getting it Thursday. By then, I'd hope the issues are ironed out. No pun intended. Oh. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking slick. Um. (laughs) <laughs> yeah but so uh, to get to the to get to the main topic of events post pax so pax was really fun it was in seattle met avery oh snaps which was 
awesome. Finally, Akdraman, yes. the name you know, the name you love. Uh, we like. I mean, I feel like we've known each other for like five. It's gonna be like five years, like that. We've all at known least each a good, other. yeah. And like, I finally met Cody and CJ this past summer. And then I met Avery. I've met Josh and Estevan. It's like I'm, and I've met Sarah. Oh Dave. yeah. Yep. I've met Nicole. Nicole, obviously. I think you, JF. J, yeah, I've met JF, right? JF from Argentina. Yeah. Um, I met Amy from Leaping Tiger. She's from New Zealand, but I met her at E3. Three. But then we hung out at PAX. Gotcha. Um, okay. You know, my boy Liger and Dubstash, Destiny streamers, they, they were on the panel that we did. Uh, nice. And Hassan from Twitch and then Vio, who's um, Trust the Cake on... She's Trust the Cake on Twitter, but her Twitch is, is Vio, V-I-O. Mm. Um, and I think it's short for Violet, but I'm not 100% on that. And so that, so, uh, so we did, I moderated two panels, both went really well. We did the destiny panel and then, and they were back to back, which was kind of a bummer. Cause like, I wanted to stay and talk to people at like the destiny one. And I was like, Hey, would love to stay in chat, but I actually have to skedaddle to my next panel, <laughs> um, which is a weird thing to say. Right. And so like bolted over there, got set up for that one. And we, um, we did the, the positivity panel. It went really well. It was all new people. It was nobody that had been to the first one besides myself, uh, Steven from Stack Up, and Craig from Able Gamers. Because mm -hmm. obviously they were on the panel with us. Right. Like, with me last time. So, uh, and it was, it was, you know, it was really good. Like, I think that panel resonated really well. Nice. And then a couple people had, like, tweeted at me afterwards and had, were like, they were, like, quoting things I had said about like just being positive in general and i was like that's actually like really it's like i was like kind of taken back that like something i said mm -hmm. was like hit, struck and like struck a note with them that they were like tweeting like specifically like this is something that like i think we all need to and basically what i the where like where it came from mm -hmm. was that the he was during the q a and and one of the people asked a question and it was like what do we do about the people who um think that video games are a joke or think that their kids shouldn't be playing video games and, mm. and all this stuff. And I, and basically my response was the, the negative interpretations of video gaming and fighting that type of behavior, like parents who think that video games will rot their kids. brain. I was like, that falls on us mm -hmm. to stop. Like right. we, like when someone has that opinion, of video games or that attitude towards it like we have to stop them and be like do you understand all these other things that video games do i was like and i was like think about it from the two people sitting up here with me i was like you've got steve from stack up who's using video gaming and that culture to help rehabilitate soldiers mm -hmm. who've come back from being overseas and to give the soldiers who are overseas the opportunity Trinity. to like to like wind down just a little and like take the edge off of being in a war zone, mm -hmm. like a little bit of a reminder of home and things like that. And then you've got able gamers who are helping people who are disabled be a part of an awesome community. 
I was like, so I'm like, I'm like, these people need to understand that it's not just sitting in front of a TV and mashing buttons and mm-hmm. quote rotting your brain. Like, right. you know, when you look at when you look at games like Minecraft and Terraria, who which have like incredible building and engineering correlations to them because of mm-hmm. like how people build switches and tracks and yeah. construction. Like it's it's connects in a digital world. Right. Um, and it's like if you if you would be okay with your kids playing with legos mega blocks connects whatever mm-hmm. like there should be no reason that minecraft is not on that table no yeah exactly um and that does and that expands obviously to tons of games that allow for like sandbox type experiences but like just the just the fact that like just because it's a video game doesn't mean there is not a learning opportunity exactly you know exactly. um and and one of the things that like i i also said to them i was like i was like a lot of these people also don't understand that like we're uh steve had said it during the panel and he was like the movie industry is a 10 billion dollar a year industry Mm -hmm. and he said video games are on track to be a hundred billion dollar a year industry in the next like few years or something i think Mm -hmm. so it's he was like so if you look at it from that perspective video games outsell movies a lot so if you would be okay with your like if you would be okay with watching movies and acting and you know being a key grip or something like there should be no reason that you wouldn't want your kids to entertain the idea of working in the gaming industry if that's something they're passionate about mm-hmm. so that like it, but it was that it was the line about like that falls on us because it was like it is i was like ultimately it is our responsibility yeah like, we oh, exactly. are the ones who ha- we are the ones who have to sit there and be like listen whether or not you have this opinion of video games it's wrong and then i told a story about a friend of mine who's a cop and i was like yeah i was he'd asked me like what i was up to and i said i was going to the i was going to pax and then he was like oh you know my my kid thankfully doesn't play that stuff you know because he's out working on his car or whatever and i was like oh and then i started telling him about the different organizations and the different things that like people do in like twitch streaming and youtube and all that stuff and he was like oh wow and I was like, yeah, I was like, one yeah, of my it's... friends makes his, like, he makes a full-time living just playing video games and interacting with mm-hmm. people. Yeah. I was like, and and, I, and that was one of the things I said during the panel, too. I was like, there's a lot of people who like to pick on the gaming industry. I'm like, but there are tons of people in the gaming industry I know that probably make a lot more money than them. I was right. like, and that, that, I was like, and that, ex- that extends through, like, all walks of the industry, like PR people, um, you know, developers public relations you know youtubers and twitch streamers alike like you can make a lot of money if you want you know and it doesn't even have to be you know video gaming in the sense that there are creative streamers there are people who stream their game development you know slick entertainment right they're making viking squad every wednesday they stream the development on twitch and tons of people want to watch because it's neat to see a game be made yeah so that was um you know, and then the the in the Destiny panel, the backtrack because that was the first one was was really cool. And basically, it was just a lot of you know community building and mm-hmm. and experiences that you know they everybody shared through Destiny in the sense that like, why are we hooked on this game? Why do people flock to this game? Mm-hmm. You know, and it's and it's less about the game and more about the community. 
in was kind of like the overarching theme was like the people that you're playing with are awesome and that makes the game you know is it is it the best multiplayer game is it the best shooter does it have the best graphics does it have like are there things that nobody likes you know that people don't like about it sure but like the people that you're playing with make the game Mm -hmm. um so that was cool uh in terms of things that i saw where do i begin there was a (laughs) lot of stuff i mean i just it was just like so many games and it's one of those things where like i didn't take nearly as many appointments as i thought i did right but it still it still turned out to be a lot um so i'll try and like rattle my brain and and start (laughs) from where like from a some point of where i can so i think the first thing that i ended up scheduling to see was the new bloods which is dave oshry's um that's his studio and so he's publishing a ton of games they did super galaxy squadron the shmup (laughs) they are working now with um a developer whose name eludes me i think it begins i think his name is paul and then his last name i can't pronounce but uh called dusk and it's basically like quake on steroids with okay like think think quake one mm-hmm. pc visuals gameplay aesthetics yeah and the story is very kind of cabin in the woods hmm. okay yeah all right but like it play it plays like old school quake shooter but it like you know mm. a very good frame rate but it's it's you know that kind of like uh it's the aesthetic of quake and you can actually res it down so that it looks just like quake would have looked on like a packard bell dang nice yeah that's awesome um they're also doing laser type which is the vr typing mm-hmm. game which dude i need a vr headset for this like and that's like, <laughs> crazy to say that like i want a vr headset for a typing game but it was actually like it's actually really fun like if this like this needs to be in schools because fuck mavis bacon all right like <laughs> Like laser type kids would kids would be thrilled to go to like kids are probably already thrilled to go to computer class now. But like, Mm -hmm. dude, if I knew I was going to play laser type, I'd be like, I'd like need to go to class early because I'm on the VR headset. And and obviously, like, there's certainly a cost to that. Yeah, like every school is not going to go buy like 10 vibes. But uh, like it's like the the learning potential for that game aside from the fact that it is kind of just stupid fun because basically you're using the headset and you're looking left and right and words are flying at you and you have to look at the word and then type it but because you can't look at your keyboard because you're wearing a headset Mm -hmm. oh uh, you're going off like uh essentially almost memory memory yeah like muscle memory i guess almost muscle memory of like knowing where the keys are right so i'm like making sure like when i put the headset on i'm like where are my home keys right and there's a like if you look down there's a virtual reality keyboard that as you press letters you'll know where they are (laughs) but then you've got to look back up and type type the word yeah type the word correctly Ah. Uh, and then the word the word explodes and then you just keep and so basically you just keep looking like left and right to spell the different words as they're coming at you and like some of them are like it and then it's like polish and then it's you know resume or whatever and then it's like the words start getting harder and they start coming faster faster Ah. um but it's uh like it was it was a lot of fun that sounds pretty cool um and then the other game that they were showing 
was Tonight We Riot, <laughs> which is like Pikmin, but Pikmin meets... I, th- I think the way that he described it was like Pikmin meets V for Vendetta. Cause basically like what mm. you're doing is you're liberating all these people from oppressive work mm-hmm. places. And then they come out and they flock with you in their like groups that attack the bad guy. Pikmin, okay. Right. Basically right. like the bosses of your building mm-hmm. and you can like punch them, throw Molotovs. But like basically you're one giant mob of people. And the more businesses you like liberate from their shitty jobs, mm-hmm help you nice hence the like pikmin pikmin yeah and so it's like what as your character dies you just become another one huh that sounds fun um so that was like that's like definitely a a very much you gotta play that with a friend type of thing like i feel like playing solo does it have form of multiplayer yes yeah yeah yeah. ah sweet i I can't remember if it was local or online but is um, it just is it pc only or both console and pc pretty sure it's pc pc to start to start I'll look into it. I'll look into it. Yeah. Uh, played. A... And so that was, yes, that was the New Bloods. And then I'm trying to think of like what else I, I'm, I was, I want to go in order. Mm-hmm. But there's just no way. So I'm just going to move to Riverbond, which Riverbond is like, it's voxel based. So it's like the, it's eight bit squares, but basically like, when you like knock out a tree, it explodes into like a million little blocks. I'm trying to think of any game that we've played that's like, uh, think, think of like the way Resogun is, where like everything is a mm-hmm. square, but then it explodes into lots of smaller squares. Yeah. And everything basically remains a small square as it like is as it's in effect in the like the game itself. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like what Voxel is, I think. Uh, but it's a third-person perspective, and it's very much like an RPG. Hmm. And you're like going around, and most everything is destructible. And you do all these like little quests. It's kind, it's it's Zelda-ish, but not at the same time. Hmm. Uh, and you can have like friends pop in and play with you. Huh. But uh, that's going to be console and PC. And I'm super excited about it because I thought it was a lot of fun. I can't remember if it was local or online, and I think it was at the moment local because local. net code and building that with this with a small team is just really hard. And that yeah. I totally understand from the indie developer standpoint. I understand the the issue with trying to make a game playable online because you like that falls on you to build the net code, mm-hmm. um, and that's kind of a pain in the butt. Um, I played Potions, which that was nice. Renee, yep. uh, Renee Gittin's game, the one who she was on the podcast. Yep. 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 Um, so I saw the, the updated version of the game, very, very smooth. Um, a lot of new character animations, nice. some new stuff with the crafting of potions, um, went through the demo, played that, uh, so really, that is a really fun game. And I think that, I think people like i think that's a game you've got to play to understand because like it's it's an rpg totally but there's a there's a part of it where you're not really always trying to fight your way out of things yeah and in many cases like you're trying to use the potions to cause the enemies to do something on their own that helps you Hmm. get through certain areas interesting 
Uh, and like you can't craft on the go, so like you've got to kind of pack your kit out with potions you think you might need, and then kind of hope that that gives you the opportunity to to make it hmm. through a certain section before you just kind of have to like jump back to uh, like home base where your grandmother is and the potion mixing station is. Right. It's got to plan it out very cool. very well. Yeah, like, and I, I'm sure the the more you play the game, you'll probably get better at it. And obviously, like, I play like one section of the demo. Like, who knows? Maybe right, yeah. in the future, and things like that. But, um, so that was cool. I was really excited to see that, see the progress that it's made. Because that's always, and that's always like one of my favorite things about going to PAX is like seeing seeing the progress before and seeing, yeah, like in in a short short year, like what's changed and how mm -hmm. much better games have got. So, uh, I also saw, uh, ADHD, a dual hand, uh, disaster tracker. Mm -hmm. God, he's the name for this game is so, uh, he's got the, I gotta like, <laughs> I gotta like look it up because a dual hand disaster tracker is the okay. name of it. And... It's th this is the one that I, I feel like I told you about this. This is the one where there's two you're looking at two screens mm -hmm. and on the left hand side it's a your ship is at the bottom and you scroll left and right with the left stick of your dual shock and mm -hmm. fire with your L ones and on the right hand side of the screen you're controlling a ship in third person perspective with your right stick hmm. by and not firing at things but just simply avoiding things. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So basically, you're you're doing two things at, at once. the same time on two screen, like on the same two screens. Oh man! One controller. That's oh. And basically, here's the kicker, right? So every ship you don't destroy that's passing down mm -hmm. to you on the left hand side ends up in the environment in the right hand side oh, where snaps. you are fighting all those things. So like. If you pay attention to one side too much and you don't pay attention to the other side, like that will not help you well. Mm -hmm. Oof. But um, so that's about that. So that I don't know cool. about that. Like, so I um, it was just fun. Um, I got to see. I saw that at PAX East. And I don't remember if I just happened to, I can't remember how, like, I bumped into him, but I was just, like, passing by and saw it and was like, holy sweet, like, this game is fucking awesome. Like, I can't, I suck at it, mm -hmm. but it's really awesome. And so he was at the um, Indies at Six event, which basically is a, uh, it's outside of PAX, it's open to the public, you don't need a PAX badge, you don't need a badge at all. Nice. And basically, like, they rented out, um... I think it was like an art gallery or something and they rented it out and they and all these different indie devs set up their games and so it was like a mini packs nice. and the idea is that it's way less expensive for them and you're close enough in proximity to packs that it took like two minutes maybe five minutes to walk up to where it was from the the expo hall so there's no reason not to go see these games and so he was like hey i'm gonna be here like if you can come by you know that'd be awesome and i was like no no dude I'm coming by. Like I'm not not coming by. Like because I want one. I want to see the game, and two, I want to see I want to see my bud and hang out and 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 see what's up. So 
we like I get there and we're chatting or whatever and I'm watching somebody else play the game and I was like, "Oh, that's totally new. That didn't exist in the other one." And he was like, "How did you remember that?" <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, I'm like it's just a thing that I have like and so then I got to start playing the game and I was like, "Oh, that's new." I was like, "That's definitely different." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Oh." And I was like, and, "Hey, out of curiosity, like did you add this to the stuff because that definitely looks and he literally stopped and was like how do you remember things that have changed in a year he's like you didn't see the game right like this isn't he was like you're not punking me like you didn't send somebody in to look at the game right and i was like no i definitely just pick up on things Mm -hmm. like it's a thing that i do that i'm i would say that i'm pretty good at with being uh, like an observationist that which isn't a word but uh seeing like changes in people's games and i was like yeah i was like this is totally different like this is definitely different i was like it's awesome it looks really good it plays super well um and so i was like really really psyched to to see the progress on that game there is still going to be a vita version as well like it's ps4 vita uh, steam etc so um it's just really really cool it's a fun like it's a super fun game i'm buying it no matter what but and i'm gonna be terrible at it but it's really cool so um the way you earn points is you have to destroy things on the left hand side Mm -hmm. and then they will show up in the area of the right hand side and you've got to go fly over to them and wait and like hover in the proximity of them to collect them. Hmm. And after you collect a certain amount, it multiplies however many things you've picked up times the score you have from killing things on the left-hand side, and then you extract out. And so if you play your cards right and you survive a really long time, you can extract, you can extract. And, multipl- and your multiplier is like absurd, so you get a ton of points. Nice. If you die, you get nothing oh if you extract with nothing it multiplies by zero and you get nothing oh dang so um like there's that balance of like do i risk this to get a reward or do i just play it safe and extract while i have like a certain amount of points right first so like my first go i played and i like i got wrecked and i was like all right all right all right whatever Mm -hmm. and then the next time i played you know, I played again, I got like 7 million points, which put me in second in his like highest score of the day. Oh, shit. And I was like, and he was like, damn. And I was like, I didn't remember being this good at this game. <laughs> and so that was, that was kind of fun. Nice. But, uh, so that was like, so that, and that, like, that's, that that's just a really fun game. And I think I'm going to have fun streaming it because I think people will be entertained by it. And there is some Twitch he had some Twitch integration in it at PAX mm-hmm. where like basically like people could flip the controls on you while you uh, were playing, which would totally, I would be like, fuck it, I'm done. But <laughs> I think like, that'll be fun, you know, to have yeah. the Twitch interaction going. Um, what else? What else? What else? Uh, obviously Viking Squad, Slick Entertainment, saw those guys. I'm still super psyched for this game. And, and now have the opportunity to actually like check it out um on my own time because because the hookups be real and um 
provide some feedback on like how the game plays because I don't have like a beast PC, so there's an opportunity to be like, well, hey, it look, turns out it runs, it runs crispy smooth, silky smooth, crispy smooth is not a thing. Uh, it runs silky smooth on my Alienware, so that part's nice. Nice. Uh, and then let's see, graceful explosion machine. So Mobine. Uh, at Vertex Pop. So remember... Uh, uh, we are doomed, yeah. Yes. So Graceful Explosion Machine is the next game. Oh, and it's, it's like we are doomed in terms of the aesthetic and the way that like the game plays, mm -hmm. but it's very much like a, a an infinite loop gradius hmm. where like you're in an environment that you can, if you just travel left, you'll just keep circling the same environment. Yeah um like it's not like there's no wall to stop you from going one way to the other like you just keep looping through the same thing and then enemies spawn and you kill the enemies and you have four different weapons that you build up as you play mm -hmm. um and then the enemies change and the enemies come at you faster more enemies etc um and, and each weapon is based on kind of like escaping a certain interaction so like if you get swarmed by enemies you have like an energy sword that basically just swirls around your ship mm. to kill those guys so that you don't immediately get the wrecked overrun yeah basically nice um you've got like a sniper beam that's basically to like wipe out really really strong enemies you've got like your regular blaster and then i believe the fourth weapon in your arsenal is uh homing missiles so like if again if it's like a group of enemies and you just want to kind of take them all out just homing missiles nice uh but that was that was really fun um and same thing right i was playing a game with mobine and watching somebody else play and i was like hey i was like that's new and he was <laughs> like yeah it is it is new that's that's really awesome that you saw that. And I was like, oh, and I was like, and you changed the, I was like, you changed the HUD. Like, that's different. I was like, and I was like, and didn't it used to flash a message across the, like the center of the screen? And he was like, it did. And then I changed it because a lot of people, and I was like, yeah, good call. Um, <laughs> Cause it used to like pop right in the middle of the screen and it kind of like, Oh, impaired made, your made it hard for you to kind of, well, it just kind of took you out of like being like, Oh crap, there's a million enemies. What do I do? I uh, gotcha. Where do I go? How do I learn? So that was, but that, like again, same thing. Super, super clean looking. Uh, gonna be really fun. Gonna be excited to to get in on the leaderboards for that. And cause like oh, oh uh, Auburn RDM, who's a Twitter buddy, mm -hmm. and I think he was an MVP as well. Uh, he's still in like the top ten on We Are Doomed Dang. on PC and Steam, and like I think I'm. I don't even. I think I'm in like twenty between 20 and 30 and i'm like geez like i cannot get past certain points and we are doing like how mm -hmm. how did you do that there were a couple other mvps that had really high scores too for a while i should go back and double check and see who's still up there uh gonna be saying uh an um a lot played i played kill strain which i mean obviously like i have it on my computer kill strain, but that yeah. was what sony yeah so like sony had kill strain there they had uh drawn to death Mm -hmm. um which is I, i'm just not a big fan of john to death yeah jappy's game or whatever jappy's yeah game. like it just doesn't it's like and i know and icy icy loves it but like i'm just not uh i don't know it just doesn't grab yeah i'm not a fan either yeah so let's see i'm trying to like go through business cards so i can 
uh, run through. All right, so I talked about potions. I can put that business card down. Um, oh, so I saw. Oh man, uh, this was. These are all like Australian devs. Mm -hmm. um, and so I saw this game called Hacknet. Mm -hmm. And basically, like the game is set up where you are a hacker. Ooh. And so, like you, you're like you get a message on your computer, and it's like, hey, if you're reading this, I'm dead. But I need you to like try and figure out who killed me, and then it hmm. like teaches you how to hack. Interesting. But not like not like, like legit they're real, hacking. They're, like they're real hacking scripts and stuff that you're running. Ah. But obviously, you're playing a game. Right. So like it's yeah. your what you're the code that you're typing is somewhat legitimate hmm. uh, in terms of like what it's doing. But obviously, like I'm not a hundred percent on how any of that stuff works. Right. But like that was that was like really fun, and I kind of uh, had a little fun playing that. That was cool. Nice. So. Assuming that's PC only. Yeah. Uh, according to the card that I'm looking at, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Terminal-based hacking simulator for PC. Yeah. Yep. Uh, well, yeah, I guess that would make sense. Um, Dungeon League. That was really fun. That is um, PC as well, but that's like... Uh, I'm trying to think of, of, of what game it would be. It's like Mario Party-ish in the sense that, like, it's a local multiplayer. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, up to... I think you can have up to eight people, but I, we played with just four. And you... Or maybe it's just four. I don't know. I could be wrong. And basically, like, you're in this dungeon, and the map... The maps change each round, and there's different game types. So, like one of them is like a mm -hmm. capture the flag type. Okay. One of them is a one of them is a just kill your friends, <laughs> like kill your friends. But like then there's like two versus two. So like capture the flag is like a two v two. But while you're fighting each other, there's also enemies in the map that are spawning. Okay. So like you're in this dungeon trying to kill your friend, but there's also like an enemy trying to kill it, you. Like an, you know, an NPC enemy trying to kill you, and it's just like, hey man attack him he's got the flag uh there's also like a uh i think it's like hold the eye and so like as you hold the eye you earn points but as you hold the eye it hurts you hmm. so basically you hold it until you die and then hope that you got the most points oh yeah yeah and then hold hope your teammate gets it and like that's just like it's a time-based thing that sounds fun um yeah like it was it was actually like really really fun and it's again it's like a party game so you're gonna want to play with friends mm -hmm. um and so these so uh surprise attack is a publisher and they work with all these different devs but they're all um as far as i know out of australia hmm. i think that was i think that's the overarching uh overarching theme so one of the other games that they're making is called orwell and so I don't know if you've seen this one, but this is the one where basically like you get a job working for the government and your job is to like comb social medias of people and select. Okay. I think I've heard of it. Yeah. And you like pick information to like be like this person I think is a thief. Mm -hmm. And then like the system reacts based on that. And huh. then like at the end of the trailer, it was like you were doing this and then somebody else was watching what you were doing. Hmm. And then it was like this kind of everyone's watching, Big Brother is watching you type of thing. And it was it's cool because it's like based on the information you choose to mark as like relevant affects the way the game goes through. Hmm. Um, so that was really cool. Got to see that. 
and then they're also they're the ones uh well they are the ones uh samurai punk is the ones that made screen sheet but they it's published by surprise attack so oh okay and like orwell is osmotic studios uh i should probably make sure dungeon league is is 8-bit as opposed to 8-bit oh that's clever Oh, huh. uh, Hacknet, Hack, Hacknet is Team Fractal Alligator. I want to make sure that I at least make sure that to mention the the actual dev's name since I have it on this information. One of the other games they had though was called Blind, mm-hmm. and so it's a it's a VR game where you use the like VR joysticks to bang a walking stick, hmm. and as you hit the walking stick, it pings like the ground, and then you like see everything so you can see yeah frame and like a wireframe method and the whole idea is that your character is blind blind. and you're in this room in like a house Hmm. and you have to like figure out i guess figure out what happened to you because i think i think someone said you wake up after an accident and you're blind Hmm. but you're in this house and you don't know exactly what's going on and so you're like tapping the stick to figure out where you are and find Hmm. things and interact with stuff um and it's not like it's, I don't recall them mentioning that it was like a scary game by any means, but like it's suspenseful in the sense that like you don't always know what's happening. So you're trying to figure things out. <laughs> I didn't get a chance to play it because there was a pretty solid line, but it like it looked really cool. Nice. Um, and in, in, in terms of a, a VR experience, pretty damn unique. Um, not seeing a whole lot of, of other people kind of going with that experiential route mm-hmm. in terms of, of a VR experience where like right. you are literally so blind and like you have to be tapping to see. Yeah. Um, which really kind of like in, in terms of, of immersion, I have to imagine it's pretty it's, crazy to yeah. be, have goggles strapped to your face and then be like, I can't see anything. And right. Then be like tap. Oh, okay. I can see again. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. Uh, yeah. So that was really cool. Um, I'm trying to think, uh, dual universe. I saw that. That was that's pretty cool. That is still in in alpha early stages. But imagine, imagine. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, I don't see. I don't play a lot of MMOs, but imagine a ginormous actual universe like out in space, mm-hmm. where everyone who's playing this game is actually in the same environment. Like, there's no servers, there's no uh, separate places, like, there's no lobbies or anything So, essentially, like it's an MMO, but without servers. Correct. Like, or without multiple is, servers, rather. It's just one. Yeah, like, everyone is literally interacting in the same... But we're, you're all basically in the same, like, uh, area, like, because the game is, is very... Con- not condensed like it's massive but like you're you all start on like the same handful of planets Mm -hmm. and in the sense of very like a minecraft ish type situation Mm. you can take stuff from the the oh you uh, craft and where you are and craft other things and so what i learned was there is eventually going to be a way to craft like a warp portal Mm -hmm. but that will require the help of multiple people so, like, uh, all these people have to work together if they actually want to, like, build this thing mm-hmm. and then try and go to, like, other places. Which then would expand the game to a level of, like, just 
ridiculousness. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you can, you know, so in the in the the version he showed me, like there was like a so we left one planet, we went to the space station, we flew around the space station, went inside the space station, and then um, kind of just like explored the environment, built a few things just to kind of show that. Um, that mechanic and stuff. And and I think for people who like MMOs and that kind of like group uh, coordination, building, traveling type things, I think that's going to be a hit for them. Just because like, for me, it's not super uh, enticing because Mm -hmm. games like that where like I, I can't necessarily dedicate enough time to it, I think I would be lost. (laughs) The only benefit being that since you're always playing in the same world and everyone's also in the same world, you will potentially run into the same people. It's true. You know, more often than not, because where else are they going to be, right? Mm-hmm. And in that sense, anything you've built or created also exists because it's always in the same place, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, unless somebody takes it, destroys so, yeah, it, right. whatever. Um, oh, shit. So that was... That was fun. That was that's like from that from the from the expansiveness of what the game is. I think that's gonna be, I think that's gonna hit really well with some people who like those games. Nice. You know the the Eve Online type. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was gonna say uh, Eve Online. Uh, I'm trying to think. What else did I play? I watched a lot of Gang Beasts. Didn't get to play. I was gonna say yeah. No rematches. No rematch. Uh, I did see Greg though. I did. I did. I I saw Greg a few. Briefly times. ran into him or. Um, bumped into him. At, on the show floor, and then uh, went to the Square Enix party. Nice. And you know, took a picture with him. That's the my Twitter header is now that picture. Right, right, that right. We took, and then we talked for like I don't know five or ten minutes just about nice. how thing how things are going and. I was telling him how, like, you know, the best, like, one of the best friends helped me get my job because he referred me, and then I got the job, and the job is awesome. Um, so we talked about that for a little bit. So he was excited to hear that because obviously, like, you know, the best friend can, you know, the kind of funny best friends. That's a that's an important thing to to the guys, and so the hearing that like. A kind of funny best friend helped me get a job. Right. Was, you know, that's awesome. Yeah, super It's awesome, awesome for me, too, because it's like a stranger is willing to vouch for me to get a job. <laughs> right. You know? Um, trying to think. Oh, remember Runbo? Yeah. It's coming out on, uh, it's coming out on the new 3DS, Runbo Pocket. Nice. So now I need a new 3DS. So add that to the list of things I need. Uh. Laptop, sound recording stuff. I need a 3DS. A new, well, it has to be the new 3DS. Yeah, the new, new uh, 3DS. Which, and then it's like, so I'm like, oh, right, Pokemon Moon and Sun. Oh, yeah. They're going to get the bundle. Bundaroo. Uh, Is there a bundle? Because I've only seen just the new 3DS, but it does not come with the game. It's just a 3DS. Wait, what? It doesn't come with the game? No, it's just the 3DS. No. Yep. Really? Yep. I'm going last, to GameStop right now. Last I checked, I'm going to GameStop. it said it's just the 3DS. There is no... I've seen a bundle that's the normal 3DS that comes with Sun and Moon, but the new 3DS that's the, the themed one, it's just the 3DS. There's no game. 
Nintendo New 3DS XL Pokemon Soul Galio Lunella Black Edition. Okay. Next gen. It's pretty sweet looking 3DS too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've got the Triforce one. Amiibo support. AC adapter sold separately. Thanks. What's included? Nintendo hardware, stylus, SD card, 6 AR cards, quick start manual. What? Yep, no game. No game. What? Important information. Pokemon Sun and Moon games sold separately. What is this? Yep. But there is a bundle that's like over, what, 200 or something like that? That does come with both Sun and Moon, though. But it's the regular 3DS. Not the... Or the new regular 3DS XL, not the button, not the themed one. Wolf. Yeah. Damn it. Fuck you, Nintendo. Because I want, like, that's... Ugh. Yeah, yeah, you know exactly. What, though? Did you see the Galaxy 3DS? Oh, yeah. That looks sick. That one's dope. That one's I need dope. that. I need that. Uh, all right, well, if it doesn't come with Pokemon, then I guess I can just get whichever one I want. Yep. I can't believe it doesn't come with the damn game, though. Yeah, you would think. Like, you would, th- like, I would totally have walked in and bought it and got home and been like, oh, I forgot to get an AC adapter. And it doesn't come with a game? Like, yep. That's annoying. Yeah. Thanks, Nintendo. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> it's your fault. Uh, that's super disappointing. Mm-hmm. Um... Because it comes out, like, right around my birthday, too. Yep. When does Moon come out? Same thing. Both Sun and Moon come oh. together, yeah. Together. And I'm just going to get both because I'm dumb like that. Trade. Fucking trade with myself, bitch. Oh, I see what you're talking about. Yeah, there should be, a, like, a regular Pokemon Moon, Sun and Moon dual pack. Yeah. Bucks. Yeah. Or it's Pokemon just the games. Sun. It's just the games, not the, not the yeah. 3DS. Yeah, and the 3DS is $199. What the fuck? Yeah, and there's no charger. But at least the charger is 10 bucks though, so... Right, well, because here's the thing, right? That Pokemon 3DS comes out in October. The Pokemon Moon doesn't come out until like November. the middle of November. Yeah, they, they always do that. They're like, oh yeah, get this 3DS before you get the game. Like, no, fuck you. Well, now fuck. I want to, like, now I kind of want to wait and hope that they release a... They might. Japan, but at the same po- yeah right. But at the same time, if I wait, then everyone's gonna already have played it, beat it, done with it, and then I'll be behind the curve again. Ah, uh, nah, I'm gonna take my time with it because it's it's not the same format as the old games. They've actually switched up Sun and Moon. Mm. It's not just oh fight the eight gyms and go to the, the Pokemon. It gets totally different now. It's like a whole island system and. There's new gangs and noodle noodle things you have to do now. So, I totally thought you were saying noodle things, and I'm like, what oh, the no. fuck did they do to this game? <laughs> noodle things. Uh, yeah, yeah they, so they completely switched it up. Interesting. Um, well, I'm still excited because I haven't, like I said, remember we. The last time, last time we talked about Pokemon, I was working my way through fucking Diamond on my original DS. It's true. It's true. Still never beat it. Still, yeah. still at that, still at the final like gym thing, <laughs> and just like nope, um, couldn't couldn't beat the second gym guy, second like ultimate gym guy. 
so I just kind of like left it. I'm sure I'll pick it up again. Erase the file. Start from scratch. Yeah. You gotta not stop. beat it again. You gotta stop doing that. It's but it's like you forget what you where you've been and what you've done, and it's like it's like Zelda, man. <laughs> you can't like you can't put Zelda or Metal Gear Solid would be even worse. Like I probably have oh, to like delete I'm, my MGS four file and just start over. But I'm the reality is, is I'd have to plug in my PS three to play it, so it's probably not gonna happen. So I can do that easily. Like uh, or like Metal Gear Solid three Snake Eater, like that's a really good game. And my save file is literally at the final boss. And I was like, this is hard. I'm not going to beat it. I know what happens. Thanks, YouTube. I don't, need to, I don't need to feel the accomplishment of beating it myself if I can just watch someone beat it and know that I got almost Shoot. all the way there. Try. It's like, run, it's like running, man. It's like, I don't need to run a marathon. I've watched people do it every year. Fuck that. I just go do it in GTA 5. Right? <laughs> Fuck it. I do, like, oh, Here's the thing. So I have the um, I have the Apple Watch, right? And it tracks your steps. Track your steps, yep. So this past week, I walked 43 miles. Oh, jeez. And that's only counting when I had the watch on. So like if I didn't have it on or for whatever reason, it was like I was charging it at work because I was stupid and didn't plug it in overnight. Like it's not counting that. So it, mm-hmm. it knows I walked at least 43 miles. Mm-hmm. And pretty much all of that is when I'm at work. Right. So that's kind of absurd. Yeah. A little bit. A little bit. Um, but that is unfortunately not everything I did at PAX, but I would like to keep this episode to around an hour, and I think because we had some, and you probably will pick up on it at the beginning of the episode, that there were like certain stop cuts because we had some issues with Skype. Yep. But... Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at the DGCast. I am at so after I said. I also joined the 21st century and got a Snapchat. I don't really use it very much <laughs> like Instagram, but I uh, suppose if you feel inclined. Um, uh, the DGCast.com. I've been posting some of the articles about my preview experiences with games at PAX. Feel free to check those out. Uh, obviously youtube.com slash C slash the DG cast, um, in the process of trying to post up videos or perhaps you're watching the podcast slash listening to it on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Thanks. Mm -hmm. Um, and twitch.tv slash DG cast TV. That's also a thing. Uh, this has been episode 75 of the disconnected gamers podcast. Again, I just have to say thanks for the people that are still downloading it, still listening to it, still checking out the website, YouTube, Twitch, all that jazz. Um, because we are super inconsistent with our timing. So it's it's nice that uh, people are still swinging by to see how things are going. It's true. That is true. So, without further ado, this has been a podcast, and we will catch you. Okay.